Okay, hi you guys, welcome back to my podcast, Manifest and Hustle. I'm your host, Emmy Corinne. I'm a model, actress, influencer, YouTuber, TikToker. I got my TikTok back, bitch. Um, sorry, I'm gonna try not to curse. I don't even notice I'm doing it, but it's not ladylike. OnlyFans creator, Playboy Playmate, YouTuber, all that shit, shiz, all that stuff. And, um, yeah, so I talk about law of attraction and manifesting energy and having good energy and how to manifest your dreams and anything you want in your life. Specific, big picture, feelings. I get asked a lot about confidence, which I just want to, like, I feel like I should, I'll just refresh this as many times as I can because... My majority of my audience is girls, and I think confidence, well, confidence is good for everybody. Like, no matter how old you are, what, like, sex you are, um, whatever. But it is so, so important, especially for girls, because we are, I don't know, we live in a crazy world where we're always being, like, judged and, like, kind of, like, having to look at ourselves. And I think that confidence, because people ask me, how do I do it? How am I always confident? I've always gotten asked this, even before I was like an influencer. Like, I feel like um, I was just always really confident. I, it just comes from self-love, really. And I've gone through phases where I didn't love myself, like for sure, not even really noticing it. I think that like not loving yourself looks like comparison, picking yourself apart, being anxious. Um, because you're questioning everything and you're not trusting yourself. So confidence comes from trusting yourself. And it's like an awareness of that connection to yourself, like your inner being and your inner voice and honoring it. And it comes from keeping your promises to yourself, like working out every day or meditating or whatever, law of attraction stuff for me. Like if I do my routines and stuff, I know I'm honoring myself. Um, confidence comes from setting boundaries and following through with them. Confidence comes from knowing that you can have anything you want, like you're worthy of it and not ever saying, oh, I can't do that. My confidence is rooted in like just an unconditional love for myself because I do love myself. Like I do. I genuinely, I think I always have. Maybe there's been times where I didn't really, I didn't act on that love. Like I would, like I said, anxious. I think that's like anxiety is like a form of like self-hate because you're questioning yourself um but i think it still came from wanting to protect myself and wanting myself to be safe or better or whatever the stem of the anxiety was from but i do believe that confidence is a getting to know yourself experience so if you don't feel confident you just got to start to get to know yourself better spend more time with yourself I love spending time with myself. I'm my favorite person to hang out with. I know that sounds really weird, but it's just, it's true. Like, I know, like, friendships are really good, and I love my friends. Like, I love my best friend, Elena, so much. Like, she brings me so much happiness. I literally love her from the bottom of my heart, and I will always love her, and I always will, you know, and, like, there's people like that in my life that um, their presence makes me happy, but... I also am so happy by myself. Like, I went to Tulum by myself. I went to Bali by myself. And people were like, oh, who would you go with? Did you go with your friends? Like, I do do trips with my friends too, but I think spending time with myself is, like, one of the, to me, one of the ways that I improve myself so fast, like rocket fuel. When I take time to literally, like, go inwards and make myself a better person and do really deep work that most people don't want to do, especially men, I think there's like an epidemic of it where guys are 
they have this like really fragile ego. I have a fragile ego too, but I don't care. Like I'm going to overcome it and I'll put the work in to make myself better. Um, but I think there's an epidemic with guys where they think that they just have to suffer or they are the way they are or they can't change. We can always change. As, well, as human beings, one of the things that differentiates us between us and like a fucking dolphin is that we have the ability to think about ourselves in perspective to everybody else around us and everything. We can adapt to our environments. We can adapt our emotions. We can improve our emotions, improve our brain, neural pathways, all these things, all these tools. And a lot of people don't use them. A lot of people are on autopilot and they just accept things as they are. So confidence to me comes from, one, the ability to face change and let go because I noticed something that like in a, like a situation with my ex that I talked about last episode, I really wasn't letting go of the situation because I felt like, okay, this person the day before was in love with me. It doesn't make any sense. And I was like so holding on to like, I have to fix it or I have to like, it doesn't make any sense. I don't think he meant it because why would he say something completely different literally a couple of hours before? trying to like control his thought pattern that I don't know and control his like trying to control the situation right and then I was trying to I was holding on to anger about the situation I was holding on to um mad at myself like a lot of people were pointing out I seem more mad at myself than him which is true I was really mad at myself because I believed all the things that he said you know this person was telling me the day before he loved me he wanted me to like have his babies so I'm like, why did I believe all this stuff? I should have like questioned it. First of all, I had to like really be my own therapist and be like, okay, you have a pure heart. When you say something nice, you mean it. That's not everybody. And you have to let go of that belief. And you have to just let go of the situation. If someone wants to leave your life, the best thing that you can do is honestly just say, okay. And I did say that at first. I actually handled it the right way at first. Then my ego kicked in and was like, oh, fuck no, right? My ego felt very triggered because it felt, why would this person not like me? And what did I do wrong? And trying to fix and control instead of just allowing and trusting and letting go. If I could go back in time, I would have stuck with my original response, which was okay when we got in a fight. You know, I handled it right off the jump, but then I started second guessing and the anxiety came in. So I'm learning about myself through experiences. And I know that my underlying belief about myself is self-love but i know that these types of things can get in our way of holding on to things and i read this quote the other day it was like letting go is where all like manifesting comes or something like that or all good things come to us i don't remember how it was said but it was basically once we let go good comes in that type of mindset and that's true so as much as i wanted this person to be my person i also know that like the universe always has a plan it always is doing something and even if let's just say let's play devil's advocate even if there's no person for somebody that went through a bad breakup right okay it's better than being with the wrong person right because i was thinking about it i was like well why am i fighting for somebody that runs away so easily that's not somebody i want to be with that's not masculine that's not hot like it's not something i want to brag about why am I fighting for this type of person? It's not what I want in a partner. Because when you start to reflect on what you want in a person or a situation and you're mad about something else, like think about something you're mad about and what you actually want, right? Let's say you broke up with a friend and you're mad about it. Well, maybe because you feel that that friend wasn't a good friend to you and you're holding on to resentment. So why are you holding on to resentment for a person that showed you that they aren't a good friend? Instead of putting and redirecting your energy onto the future 
possibility and potential of somebody being a really great friend, way better than that friend, and way better memories and way deeper love. They say that if you can love the wrong person so much, then imagine how much you can love the right person. That's the type of mindset you have to have because it's what's going to come into your reality. Our reality is determined by our mindset and our, like, our mood about a certain situation. So if we want to rewrite the situation to be main character energy and to be in our favor, it can't be about somebody else. It can't be about manifesting somebody back. It can't be about holding on. It can't be about trying to control a situation because that's not main character shit. Main character shit means I'm waking up today. I'm living my life for me today and everything else is just going to fall into place. If somebody's meant to be with me, they're going to come to me. If something's meant for me, it's going to come to me. If not, I let it go. That's it. The power of letting go is like the hardest thing that I've had to do because I'm a perfectionist and I almost to a fault am so loyal. Like I, if I fuck with you, I will try and try and try and try and try and try again because I just, I do that. If you notice, I do that with myself. I believe that life is like a big composition of me failing and trying again and then eventually getting it right. But I always get back up. I've been doing this since I was like like little. You know, I've always gone through mental things differently. Where my mom was like, you just like, when you were little, you kind of had your shit together in your head about how to just keep persevering. I would say I was always really consistent with persevering and getting what I wanted. There's things I'm not good at, but that was something I'm good at. I'm good at being determined and that, you know, that's why I have a podcast. So... For me, I was like, I need to take a, a you know, piece of my own advice here. And I, if I was talking to my friend or you guys, which you guys are my friends, I would say you need to let go for good to come in. And you also can't hold on to a situation or a person that doesn't see your value. It doesn't mean that the value is not there, obviously. Like, it's, that's not what that means. It just means that you were asking the wrong person. And somebody that, in my case, I think he was extremely insecure. And I think he was intimidated. And I think there was a lot of, like, stuff with him like honestly like I really think it was a lot of him versus me I think he really didn't create an environment of safety he didn't create an environment of me wanting to like trust him like he just was always playing games and I don't know like I don't want to play fucking games we're not in high school it's embarrassing so a lot of the things that you're fighting for, if you are holding on, they're not even good for you. And there's better things out there for you. And it's so funny because once we let go, we're like, oh God, what was I doing? Right? You know, we always have that kind of like um, full circle moment where we're like, oh, you know, that everything was worth it. So <laughs> really long explanation of letting go. But that's something I've been practicing. And like, honestly, like every time my brain or heart wants to hold on, Instead of, before I would get sad and I would cry. I try to like, like I said, be my own therapist. I try to put this like voice of reason in my head where it's kind of observing the thoughts versus like attaching emotion to them. And I try to be like, okay, but why do you need to, why do you need to hold on to this? This person doesn't care. Like, and think about it this way. In my, in my situation, this person, he broke up with me over something I said that he started saying, he said first, it was like really hypocritical. Then he goes and changes his mind and starts texting me again. And I'm like, what? So then I block him and then he blocks me and then we both blocked each other. And then when I tried to text him, I'm blocked and whatever. He probably tried to text me and, he, and then I had blocked him again. Just a really immature cycle of not good communicating. Just that's the first thing. Second thing, I was crying in bed for like a week. Didn't want to eat. I couldn't eat. And this person went out and partied like went to a music festival party fucked other people and was doing this while we were dating too and i was like wait i'm crying over this person this person's not crying over me like 
And I had to say it to myself, and I think I have to say it to people that are holding on to a person. And if you're a lover girl and you love deeply and don't ever feel bad about that because people tried to make me feel bad about it. They were like, you're giving him too much attention. You're giving him too much thought. But I loved this person. Like, what do you, you think I'm a robot and I just turn it off? I'm like, okay, I don't care anymore. I'm not gonna think about it or talk about it. Like this person was in my brain and my heart 24 seven. So it's extremely unrealistic and fucking completely, just to be honest, weird for me to do that. that that's just weird. So I'm a human being. This is an example of loving myself. I'm going to give you an example right here. Everybody on the internet was like, don't give him any time of day. Don't talk about it. I started to be like, yeah, you're right. You know, he's not worth it. He's not anything. I I was agreeing, but I also was kind of like questioning it. Here's where I'm the Libra, right? I try to see both sides. And I was like, I loved this person and that's okay, you know, to feel hurt and sad. I'm not going to stay in this space forever. I was really happy and in love with myself and in love with life before I met him. I'll be really happy and in love with myself and in love with life after, right? This person isn't why I'm happy. In fact, there were a lot of the reasons why I wasn't happy. So I have to honor where I am in the journey. But also I was like, you know what? You kind of need to get over this because he's over it. He's out partying. You need to go and don't give your attention energy to somebody that so freely can shut the door on your face. That's not hot girl shit. And like being thirsty for attention or validation or love isn't sexy. You know, fighting for things and being hungry for changing the relationship and the respect with the person and like that type of thing is different. Being thirsty is, that's a one-sided thing. That person is not, they're putting up a front and you got to respect yourself and love yourself to look at that situation for what it is and just say, you know, I'm done with this. And I talked about it. I wanted revenge so bad. I really wanted revenge. And I believe in karma. So the first thing stopping me was a karma. I was like, coming back to the self-love, I love myself, so I don't want to fuck myself over. Um, But at the same time, I was thinking as well, like people were saying, half the people were like, you should get karma. What he did is really bad. He, you know, cheated, lied, took money, used me to be honest he kind of raped me a bunch of the the times like I didn't want to have sex with him really abusive emotionally abusive gaslit me wasted my fucking time at the end of the day and people were like yeah 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 go have your John Tucker must die moment go get back at him and some people were like no don't do revenge it's petty I kind of was like I was really straddling that fence and I was just like should I do it should I not do it would I feel good yeah, I would feel good in the moment. I would feel good for the, probably the next day or the next week. I'd feel pretty good about it. And then I would kind of be like, all right, now what? And I just put negative out for no reason. Well, I guess there is a reason. But two wrongs don't make a right. Is that what they say? And also, like, the thing that I just kind of, like, came back to when I was thinking about it was everything I do, the energy I put out is going to come back to me, one. And also... I know that being the better person, like, if I did what he, if I did the same thing to him, he would have tried to get revenge, he would have fucked with me, he would have done something. If I want to be the better person here, I have to just, you know, I let myself cry about it, I let myself be mad about it, now it's time to be realistic about it, and go find better, and do better, and not give this person a second chance, or a second thought, or anything, because you know, thank God, right? I dodged a bullet. And my mom was like, he did you a fucking favor. So please see that. And it's true because the right person or whatever it is, I know I'm talking about this, but the right thing 
won't abandon you. The right thing is going to be there for you. That's just how it is. It's just there. It's present. The universe is going to take things that aren't right. And the universe is like, whoa, 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 whoa. I have someone way better. Taller, richer, hotter, whatever. Nicer, more importantly, as my friends were saying. They were like, no, find someone nicer. (laughs) I was like, oh, I'm going to get with someone hotter. Not hard. He wasn't that hot. And I'm going to be with someone better at sex. Not hard. He wasn't that good. Like, I was kind of being really petty. I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I was like, well, I started doing this meditation. And it was like, how to, how to manifest, like, love. I wanted to work on self-love. And I also wanted to work on giving love out. And it was basically about how we receive love and how we feel love. It's going to be different for every single person. Some person might feel love. I guess this is where love languages kind of come into play. You may feel love if somebody cleans for you or remembers to buy you something at the grocery store or asks you how your day was or checks in with you throughout the day or FaceTimes you or tells you you're beautiful or posts you on their Instagram. I don't really know, but everyone feels love in different ways. I'm all of the above. Okay, I'm all the love languages for sure. Do all of them. But I think for me, I like to hear it. Like typical girl, you know, we want to hear those nice things. And I obviously want them to mean it because with my ex, he said nice things, but he didn't mean it. You know, like the day before we broke up, he said he wanted me to like get married with to him. Like he would say shit like that. And then the next day, completely different. So it's like, okay, I don't want somebody that's unstable. I don't want somebody that has anxiety or is insecure. I don't, those aren't things I want in a partner. So anyways, let's, let's leave my ex out of this now. Let's go forwards. Let's talk about receiving um, healthy love and how do you do it, okay? So what I started to do is meditate on what love feels like for me, not just from a partner, but from anybody, from my parents, from my friends, from people that are working. And uh, how do I feel love? I feel appreciated. I feel heard, like someone's listening. I feel like there's good communi- like a good line of communication. I feel um, like they're doing nice things for me and they're making time for me and to see me and be with me or talk to me or whatever. The time aspect I think is also important. And um, feeling good around them, feeling happy, feeling like kind of like lucky, I guess, to be in this type of love, right? That's what I started focusing on. Focus on whatever love feels like for you. Meditate on it. Really sit with it. Feel it throughout your whole body, but especially in your heart center or wherever you feel love from. And just let that feeling grow and grow and grow. As I was doing that, I started to feel love. What would love feel like in a romantic relationship? Here's where the manifesting comes in, okay? If you want to manifest healthy love. I think that you should manifest what does healthy love feel like? We manifest whatever it is our dominant thoughts and feelings are. So if we just stay in this dominant feeling of what does good and healthy love feel like? We're going to attract more of it, not just from a romantic partner, but from everybody, from the hotel receptionist that's checking me in, from the Uber driver, from the guy that's bringing me breakfast, from my friends, from my OnlyFans subscribers, from Instagram people, from the people that are going to listen to this podcast. The more that I focus on healthy love, the more I'm going to receive it in all of its forms and the more I'm going to give it out. It's like a domino effect. And that's where you want to stay. Where I was staying yesterday two weeks ago was in the, the emotional state of anger, resentment, control, holding on, um, comparing myself, questioning myself, getting pissed at this person, hating this person, like a lot of hate. And I was like, you know what? Fuck this. Fuck all this. Because I woke up today and I was like, I'm going to be different today. I'm going to use my brain and heart coherence and think, what does Emmy need to feel happy and love? And it's right now it's focusing on that emotion in the future and 
pouring love into myself. It's self-love. That's where we're at right now because I deserve to love myself as you deserve to love yourself. We all deserve to love ourselves. We only are alive for X amount of years or time. I know it's scary to think about, but if we're wasting one moment hating ourselves, then what the fuck is the point? Why were we even made? Like the chances of you becoming alive was like one in a zillion or something crazy. And you're using it to hate yourself or beat yourself up or control somebody or try to like force something. Think about how stupid that is. Like you have all of the opportunities and chances in the world and you're, you're stuck on one. There's inf- infinite amount of, you know, there's so many infinite amounts of parallel realities that could, we could jump into and you're sticking in this one, the one that sucks, the one that makes you feel bad, the one that makes you feel hate, anger, makes you cry. Bro, wake up, right? Like, please. That's what I, I had to realize for myself. Nobody on Instagram could tell me differently. No therapist could tell me differently. I had to realize it for myself. And it may be the same for you. Maybe you could listen to as many self-help topics as you want. But until you really feel and like just know these things in your heart and in mind, it's not going to hit home. And when it does hit home is when you have this day, like a, a euphoric waking up type of day where you realize... I'm not going to be that person anymore because the person I want to be is somebody different. And the person that that person was is not going to get the results of a different person. This different person has to do different things. They have to think different things, feel different emotions because they're a completely different person. So let's throw away the old one. Let's, you know, kill it. (laughs) Kill that old version of yourself that's not helping you get to be the new version of yourself. Oh, right? Fucking on fire today. Um, but yeah, I'm charged up anyways, that's what I want for you guys. And maybe you're not going through a bad breakup and maybe you don't have a lot of big obstacles right now, but one day you will, sorry to be the grim reaper. One day you will have moments, you know, as much as you want to judge other people for being in their feelings or caring about something way too much as that it seems for you, everybody is going to have these moments where they are stuck or holding on or to whatever it is. And that is not going to bring you happiness and it's not going to bring any sort of good feelings. It's just not. So you have to figure out how to get out of it. And for me, it's meditating, it's being in the emotions, feeling gratitude, appreciation, loving myself, etc. So coming back to the love from our partners, focusing on that, right? So if you want to manifest like healthy love, what would it feel like? For me, I think I think about what I would do with this person. Like we have fun, we laugh. Like I, To me, I'm... One of these people that I don't think I'm ever really going to grow up. I think I'm just like a kid at heart and I love to have fun and I love to laugh and I do it with my friends, with my sister, with the guys that I date. If you're goofy and you're funny and you're down to clown and have fun and be spontaneous, then like I was talking to this one guy and he's pretty big. He's like a big guy, like not big, like physically, I guess he is kind of physically, he's really tall. But he's uh, like a YouTuber dude. And he was saying that like the energy is so important of a person. It doesn't matter how much money a guy has. It doesn't. It really doesn't. If guys are listening, we don't give a fuck, you know? Like, yeah, it's a nice cherry on top. But it's like my ex wasn't, he didn't pay for anything. Like I said that on my Instagram. I paid for everything. Most guys don't even let me take out my card, let alone pay for things. They would be like, oh, fuck no. I've never paid for stuff in any sort of dynamic um, with a guy. I, I know that sounds like snooty, but that's just well, how it's always been. So I paid for everything, but that's because I liked being with him and because I was like, well, he doesn't make enough money. So whatever, but he didn't make money. He was just stingy. Okay. So yeah. Anyways, I'm like, I dodged a bullet, 
but let's keep going. Um, so I was like thinking like really what matters to me is energy, how I feel around this person, because there's a million hot guys in my DMs and when I go outside and why don't I feel this? Why can't I just transfer the love to the next person, the next hot guy that's like six, five and tall and funny and whatever, because the connection isn't there, right? They could be hot. They could tell me all the right things, but I'm just like, eh. And I guess that's a good thing to have high standards, but I'm saying right now, I used to be like, make a list of what you want in a person, which I do think is important. I think probably the thing that's going to make you feel best, this is just me, this is what makes me feel best, is focusing on the love and the connection and the energy that you would have with a potential person because that's what we're going to be, that's why we stay, that's why we want it, is because of that. Not because of how tall they are, how much money they make. Yeah, it's nice, but it's like, you know, that's just human beings. So I know everybody thinks I go for douchebags and meatheads and juice heads or whatever. And maybe I do end up with like that. My ex really like, I feel like out of all the guys I dated was not like a good representation of my type. So please don't judge it if you saw my story because I date really hot guys, I swear. Um, but uh, more importantly, I stay because they're goofy. Like, yeah, they're really hot, but also they're goofy and we're, we have fun. Okay, so let's go back to like manifesting the love that we want. So when I was doing this, I was focusing on, like I said, the energy and what would they, what would that love feel like? Okay. Imagine, and don't imagine a person. Don't imagine your crush or a specific person or your ex. Ooh, I spilled self tanner everywhere. Um, just imagine your the, like almost like a, you know, like when it's like a, a profile picture and it's just like a figure, it's like a gray guy and it's like a cartoon gray guy. Just imagine that, okay? Like there's no, it's just like a presence. Don't try to put a face or a hair color or eye color or a height. Just imagine the presence of this person. And um, that way, because you don't know who the right person is for you. Maybe it is your ex. Maybe it is your crush right now. Maybe it's not though. So like, you don't know if you, like everything kind of happens the way it's supposed to happen. And if you just start to open yourself up to love, the right person is going to start to come in really quickly. So maybe the wrong person will get taken out, right? And then you're going to be like, what the fuck? But it's actually because the right person is on their way to you. You open yourself up to it. So focus on how that love feels. Like, what does love from a partner feel like to you? Like, ideal. If you were to write a movie and you were with your ideal love interest, what would it feel like? For me, we would be goofy. We would have fun everywhere. We would always be having fun, laughing, and you know, physical, like cuddling sex and also emotional. I feel heard. We have really good communication. We can talk about things like we can work through things together. I think like one of the hottest things to me is a guy that is like secure, like a rock, like stable, like you can depend on them. Maybe it's because my dad, my dad's very, 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 very dependable, like most dependable person ever. Always there for you. Always picks up the phone. Always will help. We'll get in the car and drive 16 hours to help me move. Like millions of times the most dependable person ever and yeah he's my dad but like also i had a really 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 strong male figure growing up so i have a really tall order for what i want in a person and that's a good thing it's sometimes i feel mad because i'm like well all my friends have boyfriends and they're in a healthy relationship why is it harder for me i have really high standards and my mom's like would you date these people i'm like no so don't compare yourself to other people's relationships because like i was like no i wouldn't date them so you know like it's good to have high standards. No shade in my friend. That sounds really shady, but like it wouldn't be a good match for me. As I'm trying to say, 
I just am too, I ask for a lot. So, um, because I bring a lot. Like, I spend a lot of my life improving myself. I, I'm my best project that I'm working on. So I expect somebody that also is not afraid to do work. That's, just like a, that's a bare minimum for me. Because relationships require work. Everything requires work if you love it. It just does. It's how you take care of it. Um, and it's not going to be easy. And by that, I don't mean it's supposed to be excruciating. But it's not supposed to be easy. Otherwise, we wouldn't love it. It doesn't make sense. That's how we love things, is we put time into them and we appreciate them. So whatever love feels like to you, for me, like I said, I've said it like 20 times already, but just keep going back to how would it feel in a romantic relationship. And I think that communication is really good and important for anybody. This is just some like things that if you don't know what to think about, a really good communication, like you guys can tell each other stuff. And also you feel heard because... I didn't feel hurt in my last relationship. He wouldn't listen. Like, he literally was so insecure. If I brought up an issue, he would just start def- deflecting or making a joke. Like, I could not talk about anything. And I, I was really, like, I wanted to break up because of that. Like, I had to remind myself. I was, like, writing a list of, like, why I wanted to break up with him. And a big thing was, like, he wouldn't let me communicate. He was so insecure and, like, stubborn that he felt he was perfect and he didn't want to hear anything else. So I was, like, it was just kind of, like, talking to a wall. And... No matter how much I laugh with you or whatever, like, that has to be there. If we can't communicate, see ya, you know, it's just not going to work. So there's some things for you that are going to be, like, deal breakers. And then there's some that are going to have to be their must-haves. So think about how that love will feel. Now here's my favorite part of this, like, meditation. This is my favorite, favorite part. I started thinking about... Now, I thought, I thought about the love from my friends, my family. I thought about the love from my future partner and how that would feel and what that would feel like, how I'd receive it, how I would give it, etc. Now feel the love for everybody. Like, think about, like, love for... I started thinking about everything. Like, for example, the person that made the villa I'm staying in, the air conditioner person, um, the person that made the makeup I'm putting on, the store that has it, the money I have to buy these things the food that I get for breakfast, the fact that I can walk, I have a healthy body, the fact that I can think and talk and share things, I have a podcast to do it. Feel love and gratitude for everything that you can think of and it just starts to go and go and go and go. Like you're gonna just start to connect dots and think about it because this is my life, right? Your life's gonna be different. But just think about your day so far. Like how can you give love to all the people that were involved with you having this day or you know, like how the web of your life, how it's going to go out so far. I think like eventually all of the webs of our lives would like connect. I'm pretty sure. So, you know, we're all somehow connected and we've all probably been next to somebody that's been in like the same airport as us or like, I don't know, just like weird things. And think about the love for all of the things, communities, people that like for me, I was thinking about my OnlyFans OnlyFans subscribers, like, I make so much money, um, and I get to be myself, it's amazing, like, I, I, sometimes I complain about it, but I'm, like, holy shit, this is crazy, how many people can say this, they just get paid to be themselves, it's awesome, um, and I, and the the people that subscribe to me, they fucking love me, like, I know this, like, I, I, like, I've seen other girls, subscribers how they talk to them and how mine talk to me and I mean of course there's some bad apples but I feel really grateful because I do feel like I have this deep connection with people on social media and 
it's special that you can have something like that where you just have a quality that people want to connect to versus just jack off to. Um, I think that's like, like not to toot my own horn. I'm grateful that I have that connection with people. And I was grateful for, you know, like my team. I have a huge team of people that work for me, like 20 plus people. And all of them, like every day, constantly thinking about how they can help improve. That's crazy, right? Like there's people, I mean, people at your job, or the people that help you get to the airport, the people that t- fly your plane, right? The person that trained your pilot, the, like there's love for all things, if you can feel it. And this was too hard for me to do, but part of the meditation was to feel love for like people that hurt you and past relationships. And I'm going to get there eventually, but right now I was kind of like, when I started thinking about it, it felt uncomfortable. And I was like, no. And I started going down that like, uh, fuck you type of mindset. And that's where I, like I said, I've been trying to observe more than like allow my emotions to take over. So I was just like, you know what? Okay. Whoa, whoa, whoa. We're going to pull back on the reins because I don't feel ready for that. And that's fine. Just going to redirect the energy back to loving all things. But if you can get to a place that's awesome, that's really healed, where you can love people that hurt you or past things, that's the goal. For me right now, it's day one, right, of meditating like this. I'm not there yet. But I think this is a meditation and kind of like thing to think about. You can do every day and it's just going to amplify your, your like vibration, your um, manifesting power. It's so good and it makes you feel great. It makes you feel like really connected to everything and connected to yourself and it gives you mental clarity throughout the day. All meditation does, it really helps with your day. And it's kind of annoying because I have ADHD and like it's hard for me to sit and just like turn my brain off. Like it's really like I'm like the type of person that will see a squirrel and I'm like, okay, let's go follow it and boom, concentration over. But I think for me, like I like the guided ones because, or thinking about something because then it's kind of like redirecting my thoughts onto something. And this is what I think will help you guys. It helped me. Other than that, keep your vibes way, 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 way up. I'll see you on the next episode. Okay, love you. Bye.